So the serotherapy should be more digitalized and also should be standardized through the digitalization database. I think the data business is the most important thing, which was not open to the cell manufacturing. All of other industries already went to the data businesses. Hey, smart biotech scientists, welcome back. We are in the middle of a conversation with Shin Kawamata, who is the CEO of Cytofacto in Kobe, Japan. And we are talking about how to develop cost-efficient and robust cell manufacturing processes. And if you haven't listened yet to the first part of our conversation, do go back where we talk about the general landscape of cell manufacturing and QBD. In the second part, we're going to dive into the digitization, look at how this will revolutionize your game, and we're going to look at network and strategies to make your process, your development much more efficient and more powerful. So stay tuned for an exciting second part of our conversation. Are you juggling the complexities of CMC development while trying to enjoy the beauty of biotech? Have you ever wondered if there's a way to simplify bioprocessing? Welcome to the Smart Biotech Scientist Podcast, where we're diving headfirst into the very challenges you face. We're breaking it down, demystifying the jargon, and giving you the keys to unlock your full potential. I'm your host, David Broman, and I get it. With 15 plus years in the biotech industry, I face the same challenges you do. There's a way to simplify and streamline so you can remove complexity, you can skip trials and errors, deliver without delay your groundbreaking therapy to clinics at market, and still enjoy every single step. Do you want to learn how industry experts and I did it? Grab a cup of coffee and your favorite notebook and pen. Now is the time to take your bioprocessing game to the next level. Let's smarten up biotech. Before we talk about the sensing, I'm curious about how do you specifically define the quality target product profile, the critical quality attributes, and the critical process parameters for IPCs? And how would that be different compared to, let's say, a biologics process? From the beginning, we have a better image of the cell as a final product, and IPSC as a mouse culture. As I mentioned, that they have the ability to differentiate while they are manufacturing as they are proliferating as immature state. I think the ability to differentiate is a quite important QPTT, quality target profile. And CQA should have some kind of the combined of the parameter, just very fine. It is the ability to differentiate. We have the measure of the parameter, kinodating, and the reduction of the tryptophan and not activating the mitochondria by electron along the membrane, and also the secretion of the lactose and the morphology, this kind of the process parameter. And we have the control value for each, for the acceptable value for this one. So that is the concept in the kind of hierarchy of the product in the hub. So we make some kind of paper, because our institution is not the CMOCD, we have research institution. So we have the laboratory, especially many publications for this one. And at your company, you're using a automated cell manufacturing system for QBD. Can you explain 
in a nutshell how this works and how you're making a difference or how you're increasing the efficiency and the robustness of your processes? Try to be figure out the data parameter of the manufacturing size body, thing of the CO2 and pH, the morphology by the time scale of cell expansion by the time lapse change and the correction by the content of lactose. This is online manufacturing. And offline with sampling, we just measure in the medium, checking about the kinodenine, lactose, and also no expression of tuaginase. Tuaginase means the metabolome of the kinodenine. Therefore, that's a sign for differentiation about this one. This kind of data should be combined together to make one batch record. This is online digitalization and offline by through the uh, equipment analytical truth by the LIMS. They combine together and the data was linked to the online, offline together to make one batch record in it. And ultimately, this kind of record should be linked with inventory as well. This kind of system to make every batch record in it. This is kind of thing robot cannot do that. Robot do have no idea what's it they're making. This kind of the special, specific idea because this was the project started by the IT industry. A Tokyo Electronics company who has initiated this project because the QBD type of manufacturing was always observed in the semiconductor manufacturing for a couple of years ago. They tried to apply the same system to make some kind of the more standardization of the system for qualification in the industry. Now, a lot of industries have put a tremendous effort in digitization, also on the biologic side. What is the situation currently in the cell? therapy space and what benefits do you foresee from such efforts in the future? The cell therapy should be more digitalized and also should be standardized through the digitalization database. I think the data business is the most important thing, which was not open to the cell manufacturing. All of other industries already went to the data businesses. What are we doing as the correction data for manufacturing MSC, IPSC, and CAR-T, and also this information is more valuable and the system is more valuable. So therefore, another business to data business. Okay. This is a data set of how can you make some kind of the cell? This a package. This a control. And you can use this kind of software. If you give us some data, we can give you more discount. You can become the partner to make more reachable. Once we have standardization, it's really accelerate industry in this field, more safer, robust therapy, and what is more cheapest and effective way. So that's really the contribution of the patient and the industry as well. And what kind of sensors do you find particularly useful in cell therapy? I think the more important sensor is just the metabolome, because the cell was in the culture. This is the cell medium, what they eat, what they secrete. And it is one of the very important information you have. And second one is also we should have some more fax data to the stage of differentiation. This kind of combination of information more give you very straightforward idea. But I think metabolome is very important. And I'm curious, Shin, because in the biologic space, a lot of people do modeling or hybrid modeling or now in combination with AI. To what extent could we leverage this expertise in the cell therapy space? AI is also very important to the navigation linking with more information. 
what is a more critical information, what is a more critical parameter in it, we have to use kind of AI. But you should have very kind of the idea as a scientist, biologist. Otherwise, then AI dominate you. We have to design. We have some kind of idea of the product. You are going to have it. Then you can use AI. Otherwise, you lose your way. So what I'm hearing, Shin, is we still need our scientific brain, right? We should not rely too much on technology. You have to make more of the technology, but not be the master. <laughs> not on there, not our master. But you should have more your self-governance, autonomous idea. <laughs> Otherwise, you will be the slave. Therefore, you should have some kind of more scientific idea, insight, and you should have very long-term image of the cell. It is very important. Otherwise, you will be the slave of the AI. But you have your own goal. In the last part of our conversation, let's focus a bit on the collaboration and how are we going to make the processes more robust, more efficient, and the development also faster. Because at the end of the day, we want to have cell therapies that reach more patients and are cheaper, right? So you have established a comprehensive ecosystem in Kobe. You collaborate with a variety of different stakeholders. Can you tell us a bit what are you doing and how is this changing your game? We are very special cases. We used to be from the hospital. You used to be some research institution. Then we are working with the BioVenture, but now we are working with the Global Pharma. We can link with many stakeholders at every stages. We should have more like larger vision of how can we be linking with kind of the different stakeholder. But it's a very small scale. We noticed that in order to expand this kind of idea, we should have some kind of more digitalized, visualized data so that we can share, we can get a ticket to take the bus. Because as I mentioned that you know, GM cell therapy is very immature. There are many room to improve. Not only the product, but also selection of the patient is very important. If you have to increase the success rate of the CAR-T therapy, it is very important. You should select the patient first. But in order to select the patient, you should be some kind of reverse translational. Manufacturing side and the clinical side should be get together. But in order to do that, we have the same languages. Language means digitalized information. So we have to step by step. We have to be linking with this kind of idea. Now we are working ISCT-CMAT as training course of the QBD. If you have interest in me in this case, please join my lecture. How can we connect these key holders together? Even though small, we have to be expand more. I like that. I'm a big fan of collaboration and using networks. And now let's make this very practical step by step because some of our smart scientists who are listening today, they work in a smaller company or even a larger company and they wonder how they can implement steps and ways to increase the efficiency and the robustness of a cell therapy process or even the development of it. How can they do that? So the scientists should have more broad idea. The scientists are sometimes looking for the small things about it. But I think scientists' development is a different story. But uh, if the science should have understand, basic research, science, and development is a different story. You have to be understandable both sides. The scientists need more ability to talk with a different world, like development. And then I think that they had more chance for scientists to be more engaged in this kind of field. Because I was a scientist. I have some limitation in it. We do need some kind of more special training to work together. 
they invite the scientists to work in the biotech and the more manufacturing side, then you can get more idea to what kind of contribution they can do that. But we do need scientists to get some CQA. What I'm hearing, Shin, is we need scientists who collaborate, who think out of the box and try new things, right? We have some kind of the chance and opportunity to invite the scientists working together. Maybe new type of the company may need it. <laughs> Maybe to link in with other type of company to share the idea and dispatch the people and to make robust standards and common sense about the standardization of the CQA. That is very important to promote the cheaper, robust, and reliable therapy. And what specific strategies or approaches do you see any company, a small or even a large-scale company, can increase to implement that right away to increase the efficiency and drive down costs? Regardless of the size of the company, that company try to be encouraged to introduce a digitalization, just visualize what you're doing about this one. Then you have to get a hint to improve the cost, improve the quality. So they try to be use this kind of new software of just demo sensing system to get more added value to the product you are going to make it. So it's about seeing what's going on and understanding to make better decisions. Yeah, they have to understand what they're doing, what kind of product you're making. <laughs> they are the answer. That's great news, smart biotech scientists, because we still need scientists in the future. No robot, no AI will replace us. <laughs> we need a robot. We need an AI. But I think we have to put a vision in it to link together. Yeah, we have to work side by side, I guess. But you have to be master. You don't need necessarily to the slave of that. But you should have very clear Absolutely. vision in how can we utilize. Uh, that's great. Thank you so much, Shin, for sharing all these amazing insights. So what is the most important takeaway that you would like our audience to remember from our conversation today? Maybe QBD, digitalization. But I think important thing is you have a vision. What kind of vision you have? It's a kind of starting point. Then you have some startup to the structure, like a QBD, digitalization, automation system. This kind of not different story. It's a combined concept in it. It's a one product, but different angle. If you have the time to visit my lecture and ISCT, International STEM Pell in Therapy, CMAT, Education System, uh, QBD, <laughs> I try to do that. That's great, smart biotech scientists. Do reach out to Shin, take advantage of these resources. So this leads me to this question, Shin. Where can people find you? Maybe as I mentioned, that's an CT, CMAT, and you can just link in. You can search for this one. One hour and two courses. The one is for QBD and MSC. The other one is CAR-T and IPSC. And also the how can we use the QBD for the development, talking with the regulatory. The life cycle, the development the product. Because we have to accept the change during the development and clinical, commercial, the end. But you should have very long, seamless development. In order to do that, you should have the same vision. Okay, this is the same product. Approach is different. They know that to explain this one. You should be digitized what you're doing. You should have a very clear vision of the product. So that is the thing you can find me in this kind of lecture. And also you can find me in the ISCD Vancouver annual meeting for the end of May and the 1st of June. One day session for IPSC. I am a chair of this kind of session for this one. 
Excellent. Thank you so much for providing these resources. You will find all the links in the show notes below. So do reach out to Shin and take advantage of these amazing resources. And thank you very much, Shin, for being on the show, for sharing your expertise. It's been a huge pleasure. Thank you very much, indeed. It's a great pleasure. Smart biotech scientists, I encourage you to take advantage of Shin Kawamata's offer for training. So do use the links in the show notes below. And if you want to unlock your full potential of your cell and gene therapy skills, I have great news for you because it's time to take your expertise to the next level. Professor Steve O and myself are crafting an exclusive training program that will ignite your knowledge and propel you towards excellence in cell and gene therapy. So if you're tuning in right at the release of this episode, can you spare just five minutes to share your training needs with us? Because your valuable insights hold the key to shaping the future of this field. And here's the exciting part. Be one of the first responders of our survey and receive a free one-hour assessment of your organization's training requirements. It's a whooping $3,000 value. So if you want to join that, if you want to do that, reach out to me. You will find the information right below in the show notes. And if you're tuning in later, several months after the release of this episode, do also reach out to me because we will already have developed this comprehensive training program in cell and gene therapy. So do reach out to me so I can give you all the information so that you can unlock the full potential of your cell and gene therapy skills. All right, smart scientists. That's all for today on the Smart Biotech Scientist podcast. Thank you for tuning in and joining us on your journey to bioprocess mastery. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast platform. By doing so, we can empower more scientists like you. For additional bioprocessing tips, visit us at smartbiotechscientist.com. Stay tuned for more inspiring biotech insights in our next episode. Until then, let's continue to smarten up biotech.